Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're, right. good. We're, we're good. good. We're good. Back in the saddle again. That's right. right. I just got off the plane last week from Calgary. Calgary, Alberta, which I gotta say has never done me wrong. That's not something you want to say out loud. That's inviting bad karma. I don't know if you believe oh, in that. Oh no, I didn't. But, know. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can't say that out loud. Okay. So far, knock on wood, everything's gone well, and I. Uh, I share that. I've been going to Calgary for the last few years, a little bit more, and uh, the thing is, you know, my life has been comedy, so sometimes when you go to comedy clubs, you're in a strip mall, there's nothing really, so you're discovering what's closest to you. Then you start doing like these soft seat theaters. Yep. Now you can afford Uber finally. Yeah. Right? Yep. And 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 it's directly proportional. I feel like your enjoyment of a city is directly proportional with the type of gigs you're doing and the type of work you're doing. I, right? I don't doubt that because I was there for a corporate gig, so I was staying at the Westin Hotel, yeah. Calgary, and that's where the Caesar was born. It was on that site, the former uh, hotel. Remember we were talking about Walter yeah, Shell, yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, it was it happened there. So I was like. Where did it happen? I was at, they have a keg attached to it. Yeah, and like, oh, it was in a bar that used to be where the hotel. Oh, they was. had the answer. They weren't like, yeah, uh, okay, okay. And you then know. I was like, um, let me ask, the 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 server said, let me ask my bartender. So she asked him. I said, can you ask him if the bartender knew Walter? And she comes back. She goes, yeah, he knew Walter. I'm like, well, can you bring him by? I want to speak to him because we had a show. Yeah, he never came by. So I was like, whatever. Okay, that story. It, it was uh, busy. That story. <laughs> that story had a lot of potential, but it went nowhere. It went nowhere in the end. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm but sorry I will to, say I'm this: sorry that you were treated that way. No, no, they were they were fine. I could have really insisted, but we were we had somewhere else to go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got to see Daniela Vlaskalik's uh, show that she's doing at Vertigo Theater called Hamlet. A ghost story. Okay. And it stars a Pakistani Canadian named Ahad Razamir. Okay. And I was like, why aren't you doing it? <laughs> this guy's a Bollywood star. I'm going to say is he, he, yeah, Oh, he, I know who it is. Yeah. I know who it is. I, I, we looked him up once when you mentioned him, and I didn't know his name then, okay. and I continue to not know the poor guy's name, but I'm sure he's fantastic. He was amazing. Yeah. He was amazing, yeah, I tremendous. Him up in the reviews Daniela was guy. fantastic. Karen Hines. Who's my new friend? Yeah, she was everyone in it. Joel, everyone was was great in it, and the mayor of Calgary was sitting in front of me. Nahid Nenshi. Na, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Yeah, but he's not the person you want to sit in front. Large of Large head, large body, large head, big melon. Yeah, uh, he sniffles a lot. Okay. I don't know if it was because I was wearing cologne. You know, you're not supposed yeah. to be wearing uh, scents in theaters. But I'm Italian. So it's like, fuck you it. You get a pass? I mean, I you got, think you I'm get a, a pass? I'm a, I get a pass. Because, <laughs> listen, I like wearing cologne. If you don't like it, sit somewhere else. I don't care if you're the mayor or whatnot. But anyways, he was in front of me. And he wiggles a lot, too. It's like, dude, stand in one place so I can look around you, right? Didn't quite happen. But it was a great show. I think when we when we uh, when we when we post the show, maybe we won't tag him. Oh, I'm tagging it, him. Don't tag him. He's got to have a good sense of humor. Does he not have a good sense of humor? I'm sure have you he met does. him. I have not. I've invited him to my shows. Oh, okay. He was not able to make it, but uh, I, I think he's a very good guy. I think no, he's, he's incredibly engaged with the Calgary community. Mm-hmm. I, you know, they they tried to run this thing about like because of him, the Calgary Flames are not going to get a new arena and. 
Look, man, uh, the Flames will be okay. Fair okay? enough. It's yeah. a sports team. There are people out there who you don't need the city to bail out the, the sports team uh, all the time. Sure. As far as arts go, where my heart is first before sports, he is such a supporter of the arts. And well, let guy. me just let me just cap that, all right? Yeah. He did do something that I experienced, which was fantastic. Cocaine he, in the bathroom. Uh, revitalized. He's one of the people who helped revitalize the East Village in Calgary. So he has brought, like, condos. He wants people to start living in the city because Calgary can feel very desolate with regards to people living there, right? Yeah. So the East Village is very close to downtown. I don't even know why they call it the East Village. They, they, the people I was, talk, was talking to, were they were like, it's kind of separate. It's the East Village. I'm like, okay, like Liberty Village, it's still part of Toronto. We still can sure. see that, right? But there's a restaurant there called the Char Bar. And it used to be in the old Simmons mattress factory Okay, that they've made into this amazing restaurant. All right, so you go there, and it's going to be meat, meat, meat. Like, and it must it? be massive if it's an it's, old. It's master. huge. Okay, yeah? it's huge. I was like, "Where's the restroom?" They're like, "Oh, you got to go around the old elevator, head downstairs, <laughs> oh, turn right when yeah. you see the train station." I'm like, "Where when am you, I going?" When you come back, the steak will be very cold. It was tremendous, and the chef at that restaurant, she is the winner of Chopped Canada. Okay, Jessica Pilond, and she wasn't there because I'm like, I got to talk to Jessica, right? Because yeah. Eat and drink, right? Yeah. But she wasn't there. Nobody so. that you want to talk to is ever there no, to talk to no. you back. I Instead, I'm talking to this waiter named Vaughn. Yeah. And I'm like, is that really your name? He's like, yeah. I go, I'm from Vaughn, Ontario. I lived in Vaughn. He goes, so you're from Ontario? I go, yeah, yeah. And so I was taking the piss out of this waiter the whole night, and he was fantastic. And okay. he's like, I'll listen to your podcast. I go, I'll mention your name, Vaughn. And you better give me a five-star review. Otherwise, I'm going to call the restaurant and complain about your service. But anyways. <laughs> well, wait, I don't know. Is that extortion, bribery? Yeah, There's man. some weird stuff happening there. But all right, Vaughn, uh, thanks for giving Marco the respect that he feels he deserves. Yeah. That's nice of you, bud. He forgot the ste- we ordered. We ordered three steaks. He only brought one. What? Yeah. And then he's like, I thought you guys said. I'm like, Vaughn, what are you doing to me? But then it actually worked out better because we're like, okay, we'll order another steak. So we had like an appetizer steak and then a main steak. And it was like... <laughs> The temperature was great. We were just eating. Like to be honest with you, it worked, this worked out. out better. This is exactly but, how we should have done. But you it. had uh, two instead of three. So yeah, we saved we, you there was a few three bucks. of us. You were getting you were getting a little bit uh, too gluttonous. No, there was order. three of us, right? So we were each going to have a steak. Yeah. We were looking at the porterhouse, but the porterhouse was thirty eight ounces, and it's yeah. like this is just That's too a lot much. of meat. I don't know if I can if yeah. I can tear into like whatever that would be. But <laughs> so we, we oscillated between that. But the decisions you make at that restaurant are really the Sophie's choice. Of meat. So I recommend Char Bar. And then right. just before we leave Calgary, I got to say this. So near my hotel, there's this little gelateria, right? And it's called Otto Gelato, which means eight gelato. And I'm like, I'm going to go in there and see. It was kind of cool. So it was like not necessarily the best day for gelato, right? So I go in there and this six foot four person of color stands up and goes, hey, can I help you? I'm like, of course. I go, uh, I'd like to have some gelato, right? Like, He goes, hey, why don't you taste some of my gelato, right? So... Uh, he has all these awesome flavors, and I taste I taste one, and I'm like, oh, this is really great gelato. Like this is like Italian Italian quality gelato. You don't always get that in gelaterias here, right? Okay. So I said, what's your favorite fa- flavor? And he goes Nutella. And the way he says Nutella, I'm like, this guy's Italian. So I said, did you make this gelato? He goes, yeah, this, it's my place. I made it. I go, are you Italian? He goes, well, yeah. He goes, I lived in Italy for years, right? So I start talking to to this guy in Italian. I'm like. 
I just said, what's your name? I'm Marco. He goes, I'm Mustafa, right? So we start talking. I'm like, what part of Italy are you from? He goes, I, I lived in Sicily for over 11 years. Then I lived in Toronto. And now I'm in Calgary with my family. And he opens up this gelateria. So when you, because you said you're going to Calgary, right? Yeah. you got to go there. I will go see this It guy. was truly, I think, the best gelato I've had in Canada. We've got some stellar gelato here in Toronto. But this one here, to me, felt Felt really like I was in Italy. So if you're on Fifth Avenue, it's uh, 400 Fifth Avenue in the southwest part. Amazing. you got to go there. One thing you're leaving out is, um, you know, uh, his name is Mustafa Amadine. Is that uh, Neapolitano? No, or is I'm it's more Siciliano. <laughs> no. I, I, Where's he from? He's a Mustafa. He's obviously not Italian. You never got to the bottom of that? No, because it didn't matter. It didn't matter. That's how good the gelato was. I'm, did, to oh, me, it doesn't amazing. matter. Yeah, listen, there's. A, I'm sure there's plenty of Mustafas who live in Italy, right? Who I love the of. origin story. That's what I love. You know what? You get it. When you're in Calgary, and then you let me know. Because I was just like, <laughs> to me, it didn't matter. It's like, this dude, we're in Calgary. Yeah. We're in downtown Calgary. The only two people speaking Italian right now oh, that's and talking. Talking about gelato and just like point. we're just like talking about it and how he makes it and and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like just like it you was. You gotta love a passion project. Oh. You gotta love it, rather than some family who buys an A and W and they're like, oh, we just gotta make some money. Yeah. Somebody who is like, I know I'm doing something mm-hmm. I love. I can I can bring something genuine and authentic and uh, amazing and unique to people. Yeah. And I'm gonna oh, I I'll support this guy. Yeah, it, it, it's for great. Sure. And I asked him, I go, where did the name come from for Otto Gelato? Right? And he said. In Italian, he said, uh, numero porta fortuna. It's a lucky number. I'm like, oh, oh that's amazing. I thought right? it was going to be eight flavors. No, I didn't, me too. I was like, oh, it's got to have some sort of significance. Yeah. The eighth, qu- He was in the eighth uh, quarter of uh, downtown yeah. or something. No. no you see? Like, you see? Number. Some of us like a story. We Listen. want a story. But anyway, right. that's great. All right. Let me get to my cocktail. I was in Calgary, so the only appropriate thing for me to do is make a drink that is synonymous with Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> also, great pronunciation on synonymous. I know. I, I didn't think you'd, I didn't think you'd you, catch it. You don't think I'm going to catch it? You think, you it's me lo- and you here. It's just me and you. There's zero distractions. I can only catch it. And then, of course, God put me on this earth to uh, to call it. To, to, okay, listen. I, th- I thought you'd give me a pass. No pass given. No pass, buddy. All right, so the mint julep, okay? The mint julep is traditionally made with four ingredients. Mint leaves, bourbon, Simple syrup or uh, fine sugar and crushed ice. I go to crush my ice with a little blender that I use in the banana daiquiri. I don't even want to hear about banana daiquiris anymore. You've ruined blenders and bananas. You've insulted everybody. Daiquiris. That that blender doesn't work anymore. No, that is a surprise to no one. Oh, man. What happened on that episode will go down. I mean, I used to be amused by you dropping an ice cube. That was a disaster. That was a disaster. Just that liquid was, pouring was, through the blender, and okay. now let's not relive it. People work. can go back and listen okay. to that episode. Hey, great episode. So One I needed of to my, crush the most ice. Fun I've ever had. I needed to crush ice though. So how do you crush ice if you don't have a blender? I need a Ziploc bag, and then Bravo. you smash it yes. with a rolling pin or something. Yeah, I used a, a meat tenderizer. Sure. So okay. So the mint julep uh, is considered a member loosely associated with the drinks called smashes. Oh, yeah. So brandy smash is another example. Smash, be, that has to do with the herb kind of being yeah, like, uh, pounded a little yeah, bit. Yeah, using okay. the Muller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And not the Muller investigation, but like yes. an actual uh, Muller, those those little wooden wooden sticks. Got it. Uh, and that's where you, you mash mint with other ingredients, and therefore you're muddling it. And, uh, you know, it's also associated, of course, with the Kentucky Derby. 
Yeah, why is that? Because uh, that, that's mint julep and, and Kentucky Derby go hand in hand. Well, it's been yeah, it's been associated with the Kentucky Derby since 1938. One because it's in Kentucky. Two because the the drink uses um, bourbon. Yeah, which is from Kentucky, Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, and it's, three because it's sweltering hot in places like Kentucky and the you know deep in the uh, sure. heart of the Midwest. And the mint julep is a Refreshing drink. Each year, almost uh, 120,000 juleps are served at Churchill Downs, where the Derby takes mm-hmm. place. And it was, uh, it was sort of brought to light by a politician who who was from Kentucky, brought it to Washington D.C. and was drinking it with his pals and blah blah blah. Okay, and, and hence more of the association. Um, and uh, what else can I tell you? This year's Derby is Friday, May 3rd and 4th. So listen to this episode and make this drink for the Derby. My picks for this Derby this year is Win, win, win? Bourbon War, Show, Omaha Beach, and Place, Mucho Gusto. Those are my picks, my friend. What, what do you mean by place? What is place that? is third place. Third place. Yeah. Okay. You, you never bet on horses. I know right? nothing about okay, this well, world. Well, okay. those are the ones I pick. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me get into this. Oh, I should you also make. Prepped me. I could have had some picks, huh? I, I, I know a, a good computer. name. Look it up. I will. Okay. I will. Uh, <laughs> the word itself, because do you know what a julep is? No. Julep is from a Spanish word. I'm going to say julepe, uh, from the Spanish uh, Arabic word. Or the Persian word mean rose water, but it often refers to a sweeter drink or a drink that is sweet and used for medicinal purposes. Okay. That's there, what I got from in it. In Montreal, there's a place called the Orange Julep. Okay. Uh, it is one massive orange. Right. And inside that orange is a place where you get the juleps, and they're, uh, they're great. You don't think you like them, and you have them, you're like, I'm in love again with this thing. That's how it goes. I've, you know, I've never made a julep. Is that right? Yeah, I've never made a julep, so I'm making one Who now. Who am I even sitting here with? Why, why do I trust you to make me my julep? I'm telling you. So, okay, I'm going <laughs> to use uh, about four four large mint leaves in that uh, in this highball. Okay. And then I'm going to use a uh, – oh, man. I didn't take the exact uh, measurements of what I'm supposed to be using. I'm going to use a Classic. bit of – it's all right. I can do it by – That syrup that you just put in simple there? Simple syrup in yeah. there. You can use uh, – even a sugar cube, but you want to mash, you want to muddle this stuff up. Yeah. I got all over my paper. Okay, good. <laughs> and it's pretty simple. Now you're going you're gonna to use, and you can use less sh- sh- sugar if you don't like it too sweet, because you don't like, you don't love sweet I'm things, not big right? on the super sweet, no. Okay. Well, I think I'm, and what I'm doing to muddle this is just, I'm trying to release the oils from the mint. Sure. And they're going to be incorporated into this simple syrup. This is no different from when you brought a, a drink with basil in it and you slap that basil and exactly. you release it, right? It's the so same release kind of those And now the crushed ice. And from what I read, the crushed ice is very important for this drink. So you shouldn't be using, uh, uh, you know, ice from your little ice maker in the, in the thing. Okay. This is not like finely crushed, though. No, this is, is okay? this is just crushed. I, I wish I would have crushed it a little bit more. Yeah. But... Uh, uh, done the breaks, right? Okay. And then I'm going to use... So I've got Jim Beam I'm using here. Kentucky written right on it. Yeah. And I'm going to use an ounce and a quarter for you, my friend, because it's early in the morning. So you're giving me more or you're giving me less? I no, can't I'm tell you. Thing. Like, usually I like to give you a two-ounce drink. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. but <laughs> Look at you with the respect for the morning. It's just strong. It's this just going to be a strong. Thing. It's just going to be a huh? strong. Drink I was waiting for some seltzer of some kind. Oh of dear! Then you put a sprig on it. Yeah. You, okay. Oh, the seltzer part, you yeah. can add seltzer to it. Yeah. No, no doubt. And I've seen recipes that have it. But the traditional one is just like that four, 
four ingredients. How's that working out for you? Wow, that is, uh, first of all, you know what I like about that? Yeah. That is by no means a chugging drink. No. You are sipping that. You are sipping and watching horses go Yeah, okay, that is, uh, what a great mood. What a, what a perfect drink to be associated with a derby. I get it. So, so you like it in other yeah, words. I yeah, I do. So it's, a, it's once again, you go, I go, I like it. And you go, so you, you like it in other words. Well, you, in those exact words, Marco, I like it right. means you didn't seem, you didn't seem too enthused. That's why. Um, I didn't think I'd like it as much oh, as okay. I, I, I did, to be perfectly honest. I've had juleps before. They're, uh, you know, the, the alcohol is there, but not as prominent here. It's like very much bourbon this forward. Is, yeah. This is like. I always thought of uh, mint julep was going to be this mixed cocktail. It sounds so pretty, you know. Yeah. But no, it's four base ingredients. Okay. Strong liquor. There's nothing that's going to temper the liquor with more alcohol. You're like, you're getting the flavor of, of bourbon with hints of mint and, and sweetness. Sure. I guess the crushed ice, as the ice melts, you get a little bit. It lightens yeah. in flavor. And like I said, if you want to add um, seltzer to it or soda water, you can. I've seen recipes that have it, but the traditional one doesn't have it. So Good for you. Yeah, Sticking to you tradition go. out of the get-go. I think that's important. I was actually going to make some in case, you, cause in case you thought it was too strong. but No, you don't need to do that at all. Okay. So, yeah, that's the mint julep, my friend. Mint julep. Uh, in time for the Kentucky Derby. You... Uh, I suggest when you... when you, I think you said it best, Ali, when you were like, listen, on a hot day, a sipping drink... Enjoying a uh, you know time with your pals. Yeah. Why not? All right, now I'm gonna try it. Oh yeah, it's nice. Okay, buddy. First of all, I got my choices. I got okay. my derby okay. choices. All right. Plus que parfait. First of all, okay. I don't know what they got a French horse in there for, <laughs> but I support it. Is is that Plus win, que... place, or show? Uh, I don't know what that means. First, second, or third. Okay, win, place, or show. Is for... I did yes. know that actually, and that's what you meant by show. Yeah. Um, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Plus que parfait for the win. Oh snap! Cutting humor, cutting humor. Nice for the place. Okay. Uh, and then um, gay magician. That's gray magician. I would have loved gay magician. <laughs> Mucho gusto. That's what I pick for for third too that's for what I for got. show. All right. Yeah. yeah. We're we're I in like agreement it. with with show. <laughs> we're with third place is going to be mucho gusto. So um, please let us know the results because we're certainly not going to remember to look. I, uh, I I could put it in my calendar right now, huh? Have I'm you ever gone to a horse race? I have gone just last summer for the first time. I went and. Uh, the whole idea was to bet and to watch, and then we got caught up in conversation and drinking, and it's as if – I was like, is it over? The hard, uh, Really? You, we kind of missed it. Okay. But we went for this um, – uh, a derby. It was like sure. a, a derby yeah. in Toronto at um, – Woodbine? It's called Woodbine, yeah. exactly, yeah. 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 I, w- I went with a friend whose father owned horses, and his horse won. How about so that? I got to go on the field and take a picture with the horse and the jockey and – Flowers and yeah, all that. You all got that. spoiled. Yeah. First After that, out. and they took they took a picture and sent it to me. I was like, "This is amazing." I felt like, yeah, you know, you're you're in this world all of a sudden yeah, 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 that yeah. you have no idea. And then like everybody's coming up to you, like as if you own oh, horses. You, you like, cannot go good. to another derby no, again as long as you. I live. don't need to. No, no. Maybe no, the Kentucky Derby. How great would it be if we did next year, 2020, our show from the Derby? From the Derby. If the Derby was like, okay, Kentucky Downs, we got to fly these guys over. We drink mint juleps. We eat. I love this yeah. dream. I love this dream. I love this dream as well. <laughs> I think it's. I think at it's at some point. Uh, if I let this dream, you know, sit and fester and build, 
Uh, I might just be like, hey, I'm, I'm flying us there on points. The Kentucky Derby has no interest in us yep. whatsoever. We're going despite that fact. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. We'll or if, our, if we were to make a bet, a trifecta bet and win. Yeah. Pay for our. Yeah, pay for our thing. Or, uh, I think this drink is hitting. Or we me. both lose. What time is it in the morning? It's it's eleven thirty. Okay, it's not not too early. All right, all right. We're Let, talking about losing our houses. I don't know how much this bet was going to be, but too much for sure. All right, great. Well, that was good, and good. and Calgary got some serious respect there as well, and then made a hard turn to Kentucky from Calgary. Although you know Calgary has the Stampede and all that. There's also there's horses in Calgary. It's yeah. not that hard to turn. It is connected. I declare. I do declare. I do declare. I don't know who you're trying to speak like. Like someone from Kentucky, a, a southern gentleman, my friend. I do declare. <laughs> uh, I declare that uh, I've got some mint-related stuff okay. to talk about as well. Um, what is your experience with mint, first of all? I, as a kid, it was uh, it was prominent in our yard. Did you grow up with, uh, with No, mint? I didn't grow up with mint. Always loved mint. Okay. Then when I moved here... There was a community garden, and I started to plant mint. Yeah. And one of the people in the community garden came over and said, you've got to dig that Take shit out. Take that because, shit out. Like, it's my little plot. Let no, me grow it. And they're no, like, no, it's invasive. It's gonna, I'm like, oh my God. you know what? Yeah. It's as, Don't tell me what I can and cannot plant. Okay, that person was right. You were wrong. I want so you to I know. So I took my mint home, <laughs> and I put it in a planter. Yeah. And right. I had my mint for my was drinks. Was that so hard? Was that so hard? It is a creeper of all creepers. So we had a little, my dad did not know this, okay. put it beside our house. It took over a third of our lawn, and we had a massive lawn. Okay. We had a massive mm-hmm. lawn when I was growing up. In Montreal. In Montreal, in, in the south shore of uh, Montreal. That, that The first house we were in was like... Two hours to lawn mow this goddamn thing. And <laughs> by the end, I was lawn mowing. A third of my lawn mowing was just right over the mint because it had just crept. So mint has to be potted. It has to be potted or it's going to be everywhere. That is the only downside of mint. Otherwise, mint is, um, you know, Indians, Pakistanis, we view it as like a, a digestive aid of as course. well, right? It's uh, it's soothing for the stomach and indigestion. Um when you look up mint, you uh, there is one other thing. It's a picture of you. No, there's a picture of this one. <laughs> Joey Mint over here. Um, there's one negative thing. It, it was like the side effects. Oh, of mint. I was like side effects. Side effects. But the the, the side effects are actually uh, when you use peppermint oil. Oh yeah, you've got so to you be use careful. the oil. You know, use don't oil, put right? it on your balls. Oregano that's for oil. Sure. Yeah. Balls is it didn't mention that, but it did say burning mouth syndrome. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> uh, flushing, headache, heartburn, and then uh, diarrhea with anal burning. Oh man! So this is real. So anyway, with the oils, okay. be careful. Right. But with the plant, and I'm talking about whatever type of mint you use. Mm. It is so amazing. Look, just off the top of my head, I was like, let me think of some recipes with mint. I love it. Number one, tzatziki. Yes. Right? You grate cucumber, garlic. You put it in some strained yogurt. You add mint leaves to that. Absolutely fantastic. Number two, mint and uh, watermelon. Yes. Have come out. You know, if you ever want to make a salad. Thank it's you. It's such a beautiful combination, yes. these two things. A little bit of balsamic, a little olive oil. That's great. Um then just mint tea. Then if you have iced tea, you can put mm-hmm. mint in your iced tea. Then, I don't know if you've ever met these people. My mother-in-law is one of them. Doesn't like the taste of water. Oh. So water is too water bland. Water doesn't have I, a taste. You, oh. I know. Her okay. thing is like, the doctor said drink eight glasses of water. I can't just drink water. Right. No, of course you can. What do you mean? You, anyway, so this 
is, uh, and this is like a growing trend I'm seeing. So anyway, you can always like slice cucumbers. You can put chunks of fruit or the like cantaloupe mm-hmm. in there. But one of the best is mint. Just like five sprigs of mint into some water. Beautiful. You're drinking a jug all day. Take some ricotta. Grate some lemon zest on it. Sure. Add a little bit of mint. Mix it all up. Spread it on a crusty piece of bread. Oh, fantastic. A little bit of apricot jam if you I have. I love it. The world is over. I love it. That's all I'm going to say. Um, that is by no means all that you're going to say. But maybe <laughs> on that subject, uh, if you think about salads like, um, I don't know, you know, when you make quinoa, like in mm. my house, I make like a couple of cup. It's just so much quinoa. Mm-hmm. It's so much. Even in a family of six, it's so much. So what I really like to do the next day, like we've had a, maybe quinoa with some, you know, steak or whatever, yeah. some kind of meat or fish. Next day, I make a, a salad with that quinoa. So I put in some Yum. some beans. Chop up maybe some kale, but one of the greatest things is mint. You put parsley in there as well, but mint, it just livens up this quinoa. And you're like, oh, man, we should have done this last night. Why didn't we think of this yesterday? But with the leftovers, it's so great. I'm going to give a shout out to my Middle Eastern friends yes. who always have mint tea and who will take fresh mint, yeah. put hot water in a, in a see-through glass mug. Yes. Here you go. Out of this world. It's so great. Yeah. So this is like, you know, it's so funny for me. Uh, having that love of the Middle East and having a, mm. a, a South Asian background, it's funny to see people go, man, I've got this bounty of mint. I don't know what to do with it. Don't know what to do with it. There's no end to the to amount mint. of things. Just tea alone, mm-hmm. you get rid of half your mint, you know? And then, um, yeah, tabbouleh. As we talk about Middle yes. Eastern people, tabbouleh is another great place to put mint. And um, salads like uh, beets, beets, you know, yes. beets with the great olive oil, salt, and mint just light it up. My sister-in-law, who you also know, yes, allergic to cilantro That's right. and parsley. That's right. She so is. I've actually been pushing mint even more than I like. I put mint in guacamole instead of cilantro because she was coming over. Right. Did it reluctantly? How and was you taste it? it? You're like, this is fine. Really? Because I wouldn't think fine. I wouldn't think mint in guacamole. The problem is you can't call it a guacamole. Okay. If you call it guacamole, you have these preconceived notions sure. of what this should taste uh-huh. like. But you call it like a, an avocado spread. Oh, nice. Now you're like, oh, I'll throw some goddamn corn in here. Who yeah. knows? Like I can do anything. Sure, sure, sure. I change the name around, you know? Um, so that's also great. And then uh, sandwiches. If you think about like a half of a pita bread with some you know pieces of chicken yep. or whatever, a falafel, and just mint leaves inside that. When I was in, in Jordan and had the best falafel that I've ever had, the accoutrements that they brought. This is a place that I think I've talked to you about this place, Hashim. Just falafel. Never talked to me. Nothing else. Have I never no. talked no. about this? This is one of the best places I've ever been in my life. All they do is falafel and bread. Damn straight. Pita bread and falafel. And then the other things that they have are all accoutrements for that. So raw onions, mint leaves, tomatoes, and uh, tahini and hummus. All stuff to make your falafel more delicious inside your pita. So mint and sandwiches have always gone well. Mint and chocolate, one of my favorite combinations. I don't like fruit and chocolate. Have a taste of the drink now that the ice is melted. Because yeah. now it's really, yeah. mine is really like working for me. We're on fire. Yeah, right we're now. we're on fire. <laughs> but mint and chocolate for me. Don't give me mint. Don't give me chocolate and raspberry, chocolate and orange. That is not Doesn't a combination work. I love. Okay, mint and chocolate, mint chocolate ice cream. I uh, love that combination. It's so it's so versatile when you think about it like that. I think also a lot of people think mint has to go with dessert or sweets. And it's not the case not at all. Case. It no. brings brightness and yeah. uh, greenness to dishes that you use. Perfect segue okay. from what you're talking about on this list of things that I literally, literally just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. When you can name 15 things to do with an ingredient, 
just off the top of your head. Sure. That's a great ingredient. Yeah. When you're not like, oh, I have this ingredient, mm-hmm. but I don't have the other five things I need in my fridge. You can do so. You put it in water, for God's sake. Everybody can do yeah. something with mint. But this is one of my favorite things that I brought in today. This is mint also a party did... starter. You want to interrupt yeah, me? Yeah, I got it. I got it. No, because you, yeah, you just connected. You're going to go back to the party starter. Yeah. Segment. <laughs> mint is also great because it keeps pests away from your garden. A lot of pests don't love the smell of mint. So if you do it in the little nice no, was going to say shadow boxes but little uh boxes around your garden yeah. it'll help keep the vermin pests and pests out of out of the garden and that's why they're called pests yeah. and vermin cuz they don't even have the sense and class mm-hmm. to enjoy mint disgusting mm-hmm. can i get back to the please, party please, starter sorry for about that. god's sake <laughs> that's why you said this and that's the last thing i'll say <laughs> no i know it is not uh so this is one of my absolute favorite things to make. This is a mint and coriander chutney. Coriander is definitely in here, but this does not have half the character, which makes sense because okay. it's half mint, half coriander. But uh, really, like the real character of this comes from mint. And it's very, very simple. Mint, uh, coriander, a little bit of tomato, a little bit of onion, lots of lime juice and salt. The other thing you can put in... A little bit of green chili or some oh, kind man. of chili. Sometimes if you make this in the winter, a little bit of like a coconut uh, cream or uh, you know coconut milk or a little bit of yogurt will, uh, will, will, will make it a little bit creamy. But I want you to try this okay. right now. And, and picture this with uh, you know some kind of like baked chicken or, or, or lightly fried fish or something like this. Absolutely fantastic. What makes this a chutney versus a salsa? Okay, like y'all a, talk about okay. that momentarily. Give it a smell. Give it a smell. Do the thing where you give it a smell. Oh, it's great. It's got this summer. really sharp. Um, uplifting. It almost smells. It almost. You could have it in a diffuser. It smells so lovely. <laughs> you know when they I have those it. like uh, herbaceous diffusers, like oh, this is the smell of grass sure. Sure, or sure, sure. Fr- freshly f- mowed lawn. So that's very. I love that you're saying freshly mowed lawn. Yeah. Because although some people might find that to be disparaging to the uh, to the chutney. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, I always made this. So when I was catering in people's homes, I always I would wash the coriander and I wash the mint and everything was prepped. But I would never make it at home or you know at my uh, the restaurant. Never. I would always make it at the customer's house because this is one of those things when it's blending, and you remove the cap of the blender, people come over and like, whoa, what's that smell? Yeah. What's that? And it just it, that's what I mean by party starter. It, like it's a magnet for people when I make samosas. You know, as an appetizer for whatever, a dozen people, like a 30, 40 samosas, little mini samosas. This with samosas is just so great. It's like a little deep fried uh, triangular with with potatoes and peas. Yeah, it's got some flavor. It's it's good mouthfeel, but it just gets lit up by this chutney. But chutney, basically, you know, these are... These are flexible terms. Okay. You know, if you read about these, it's when I when it is a salsa, I often um, I'll often associate it with a little bit chunkier. Oh, okay, that's not necessarily true. You can right. get like these uh, salsa roja that is completely uh, almost watery. Okay, but for me, you know, it's all in the same place. There's chutneys, salsas, and then there's a third thing. Uh, not a compote, but anyway, it'll come to me okay. at some point. But all you know, these all they operate in the same space. Right. But chutney is just the word that has been used in a you know South Asian culture. Okay, we don't use the word salsa. We didn't know salsa means sauce. Right. In Spanish, so we just didn't have that word. But if you wanted to call this a mint and coriander salsa, I wouldn't be mad at you. Okay. But in my head, I would definitely picture something a little chunkier. Okay. To me, this tastes like the color green. 
Yeah. Like, if you were like, what does green taste like? Yeah. This is what it tastes like. Sure. What I love about this is this was easy to make, right? Yeah. Very easy to oh, make. Oh, yeah. You could put this on the side of just about anything store-bought, and it would bring a totally different level. So, sure. for example, you know how you go to a party or you you bring this to a party where it's like a crudite where it's like, Little baby carrots, cauliflower, broccoli, and peppers, right? Sure. And they have their little stupid yogurt sauce or whatever it is yeah. in there. Yeah. Add a little bit of this to it. Absolutely. Stir it up, and all of a sudden it's like, what is this? Like, are, what did you do here? Are like, you familiar with raitas? Do you know what a raita is? A raita is like a yogurt condiment. So you go to an yeah. Indian restaurant, yeah. your face is on fire. That's your mm-hmm. antidote. Yep. That's your one soothing thing mm-hmm. at the table, typically that and rice. Um, so that is often two tablespoons of that in in a yogurt mm-hmm. dip or yogurt raita. Fantastic, amazing. amazing. Yeah, um, I could drink this like a smoothie. It's yeah. so tasty. <laughs> like it's pretty great. I gotta say. Um, but one thing that you know what I bet you could incorporate chili. this into a into a cocktail. A little bit of this. Yeah, in a cocktail. How interesting. I, yeah, I think so, man. It, definitely in a Caesar. You could put a little bit of this in a Caesar. Oh, you could do that. Yeah, and yeah, it would, it I never would thought work about well. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll yeah. call it like a Bombay Caesar or something oh. like that, right? Look at us inventing things, giving away ideas mm-hmm. for free over here. What are we doing? Um, anyway, that is it. That's a mint and coriander chutney. Fantastic. On the website, yep. I will have a link to a video okay. of me making mint and coriander chutney because it's, it's, it's simple, but to see how simple it is uh, really is like You could put this on meat. Oh, of course. Yeah, you right. could put this on a steak. Yeah, yeah. This is because it's almost like a chimichurri it's as well, exactly right? Exactly what I'm thinking of that. Yeah. yeah, no oil. Like a chimichurri often has yeah. olive oil in it. Um, no cumin, typically, mm-hmm. although it could, but uh, but very much in that space. Yeah, it's so fresh. Or on vegetables. This is on vegetables. Great. Sure. A little bit on fish. This is very versatile. I it gotta is. say. All right, it I'm is. very I'm I'm very enthusiastic about this. I love it. Mint Great. for me is. Something I love. So incorporating it into a drink, into a uh, – and w- you know what's nice? You could have mint as your through line at your dinner party. You could start by serving people mint juleps or mojitos. Yeah. Then you have this chutney involved somewhere in the dish. Of course. And then you finish with a dessert that has mint in it, whether it be mint chocolate uh, ice cream or whatnot. Somebody shows up to that party and goes, oh, I'm allergic to mint. You're like, just beat it. Yeah, Get the hell out door. of here. We'll see Get you out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're excused. How horrible is that, though? When when someone comes over, you don't know that they can't have something. They're like, oh, I, I can't have X. No. And you're like, what do you the, want me to do now? The problem is, you know, I, I, I sympathize, too, because people don't want to make it all about them. Sure. They don't want to be, like, the problem. So they're like, I'll figure it out. There's always something yeah. for me to eat. But, you know, if you have a mint-themed dinner, which I would totally do something yeah. like that. I'm then, like, ginger uh, t- you know, so like there's ginger in the tea at the end. There's sure. um, uh, ginger pear type of dessert, yep. I remember. And then the, the, the meat that I had was uh, marinated in like this ginger marinade. And so, I mean, I've definitely done that. And somebody, if they showed up and were like, if there's one thing I hate, it's ginger. Oh, man. Well, if there's one thing I hate, it's you it's being you. here right now. So get the hell out. I say make a risotto. You're just yeah. like, you can't have anything? No problem. I'll make you a risotto. Yeah. Not only will I not make you a risotto. Just make yourself yeah, a here, risotto. Here. Just stand here. Well, don't leave. For the keep next stirring. 40 minutes, keep yeah. stirring. <laughs> we'll have a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can make it with what? Here's here's some risotto and butter. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. A, Anyways, that's my thing. answer to that. All right. Speaking of answers. Yeah. Speaking of lack of compassion. Yes. Guess what time it is. Uh, <laughs> all right. Put on that blindfold, buddy. Oh, oh you know what? I got to get out. I left it outside. 
What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. Willie guessing, Willie messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? Okay, my blindfold is on. You, your blindfold is on. Me, my food is almost ready. And uh, this is where this is this is payback for all the people that I dissed off the top of the episode. <laughs> Mayor of Calgary, Vaughn, uh, anyone else I may have dissed. This Mayor is, of Calgary, is, although I've, I've never had the chance to meet him and I hope to one day. Uh, really one of my favorite people. How great is it that this guy goes to see a show at the Vertigo Theater? Do you think our mayor? Oh, wait, wait actually, I did see Tori uh, at a show once. But you know what? It's like. <laughs> Hey, get your thoughts in order here before you go on a rant. But, like, you you know what? It's nice to see politicians going to support the arts. Yeah, of course it is. Okay, am I putting it in my hand? Are you going to put it in my mouth? This is not a hand thing. You're going to be upset at me for putting it in your hand. You got to open your mouth. How big is it before Uh, you? Okay, I'll make it smaller. Just because that time you gave me a pierogi, I thought I was going to choke to death. (laughs) Oh, I really hate it when I can't handle it myself. Open your mouth and put your mouth closer to me. To where I can't see. You don't. Oh, this is the worst. This is the worst. Oh, this is the worst in every. Oh, man. Oh, I hate everything about this. Oh, oh, I don't even have a spit bucket. This is the worst. This is the worst. It's seaweed. It's. Oh. Oh, what did you do to me, you man? You got it. All right. It is the worst. Oh, it is the, the worst. worst. Not only it... is it seaweed. Did, did I get it right? You got it right. Okay, I got to I gotta take a one. Oh, my God. It, you slapped it on. It hung half off my face. That's goes, your face's fault. That's not my fault. I was aiming to put it all entirely in your mouth. You zigged and zagged at the last second. Oh. Uh, you're not a fan of seaweed, oh, I huh? Hate, I hate everything about this right now. This is that seafood <laughs> salad. I knew exactly what it was from the moment it hit my lips. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is That's the funny. worst. I'm actually not a fan either, but I oh, had no idea that you it. wouldn't be. My wife loves Perfect. it. There's my a wife lot loves it. For her. So this is when I say um, seaweed, it's it's a seaweed. I knew it was a seaweed salad, even though I didn't say it. Yeah. I should have said it before I took off my blindfold. Because dulse, like dulse is a different type of seaweed, right? There's different types of. Yes. And I think nori is the other seaweed that you'll often find wrapped, wrapped around, around sushi, sushi right? Sure. You get nori, um, just uh, those wafers. Well, I got to put some chutney in my mouth because yeah. this is just the worst Please. flavor. Please, at least there's oh. something you like around here. Oh, that was the worst. That was officially the worst thing that I've had in my mouth on this on this podcast. I once bought like a bucket of seaweed salad in our house. I had read some things about like the benefits. And oh, it's so good for you, though. It's, it's so like, good for you. Yeah. Uh, that thing spoiled so quickly. Oh, we really? just couldn't do it. We couldn't do it because you eat. This is my. I can eat seaweed salad, yeah. and then I need a month off of seaweed salad. I didn't realize, given the expiry date, we would all <laughs> six of us have to eat portions of it every single day for four days. Oh man! Uh, to finish that bucket, anyway, that thing went bad. That was a waste of money. Oh. My wife never stops reminding me of and the time I should. I'm going to actually text her. And I, say, I, I guess... just bought too much. She goes, "Isn't that a big portion?" I was like, "Hey, I'm into it." And I want the kids to be into it, and I want the kids to try new things, and don't embarrass me in this Costco, and we're buying this. And then fast forward three days later, oh, I've made a horrible mistake. Oh, man. Speaking of Costco, did I talk about Hawaii on the show? Buddy, we, you have not said a oh. word. I am so excited for you to talk about oh, Hawaii. I, well, I feel the, like we should do a Hawaii episode. Well, you know what? Next week, Hawaii episode. It's amazing. Because we're coming towards the end, and I don't want to start. Right. That's what I mean. I, there's not enough time. You were there for oh, seven, God. eight days? It was... You know what? 
th- we're talking about three of my favorite places: Calgary, yeah, Kentucky, which is, I think is one of the most beautiful states in the U.S. You have not, you've been. I love. Oh, okay. Kentucky's I didn't know that. wonderful. Kentucky, okay. Lexington. It's just. It's just everything I love about the U.S. I find in Kentucky. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't do. know that. I do. The people are lovely. The food is nice. The city. Charleston. Is Charleston in Kentucky? Charleston. There's a Charleston uh, in North Carolina or South Carolina. Uh, no, no. Uh, what's the other town? Louisville. Louis- Louisville. Louisville. Thank you. I don't know why I thought Charleston. Louisville is a gem in the middle of the country in, 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 in Kentucky. Ah. I love Kentucky. Wow, what I a thought sales I loved pitch. Tennessee. I love Tennessee. Yeah. And then I went to Kentucky and I'm like, oh man, my yeah. heart is in Kentucky. That's great. But I liked Nashville quite a bit. I was too young. Again, I was like, couldn't afford most sure. things, yeah. but I would love to go back to Nashville. But uh, man, that is quite a sales pitch. And I would, uh, given the opportunity, I would stop uh, for a day and a night in Louisville just because of that. Louisville for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about the mayor there. I'm okay. going to say probably a bastard. Right. Just so that I'm not on a. I'm also a, a, a Muslim brown guy. I, I oh, might have okay. a different experience sure. in Kentucky than you sure. do. I don't know. I don't like to think like that. Okay. Because uh, I'm open to mm-hmm. you know going places and what better feeling than being proven wrong when oh, you go to a place and you're like ah it's probably going to be like this probably and then you just you know no 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 <laughs> I'm, I was just thinking if we have any brown Muslim listeners in Kentucky let us know what it's like. Well, I actually got uh, asked to do a show there uh, a year and a half ago. Okay. And um, yeah, it didn't work out from a, a the they just didn't have enough money at the okay. time to for me to make it worth it. Sure, it was like a weekend in May, and I was it was like months ahead, and I was like, that weekend will probably be I could probably just stay home, drive right. twenty minutes to a gig, and make three times that amount. It's very mm-hmm. little, but part of me wanted to go for exactly the reason I'm talking about here. He's like, these are these are brown guys. These are Pakistani Muslims. Sure, their organization is fundraising, and they're calling me. I'd like to just experience. Yeah. But then part of me was like, but I'm going to want to eat ribs in Kentucky. Well, why can't you well, do that? Because I'm with these Pakistani Muslim guys, and they're going to be like, we can't eat ribs. Well, eat beef, beef ribs. Oh, yeah, I could find beef ribs. And you sure. eat the pork ones, and you just yeah. eat the, the small, from the small part of the cow. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, anyways, love Kentucky, love Hawaii, love Calgary. Um, yeah. but, but Hawaii, I mean, I saw the pictures, but yeah, I, was, uh, like, I was starting to resent you quite a bit yeah. by the end. It deserves its own episode. Yeah, it's going to get its own episode. All right. Okay? And I'll make a nice, a nice Hawaiian cocktail, too. I like it. All right. That's our show, my friend. Okay, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, a little bit of hate dished out. That was actually a win for you uh, oh, yeah, as, far as, as far as uh, detecting what's in your mouth. But it feels like a loss because it was seasoned salad. It feels yeah. like you sla- I would have preferred you actually gave me a little <laughs> sharp crock to the face than, than, than that. Like, a, like just a slap, just like here. I will that. keep that in mind okay. for future episodes. <laughs> Everybody, uh, nice to have you along with us. Until we eat again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. <laughs>